Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. I guess there's already been an episode that went out, but... Thanks. Well, this is this is our first recorded episode in the new year. So this is the first time we've seen each other in the new year. So happy new year. Uh, yeah, it's January 3rd. I feel like it doesn't really feel like a new year. I don't I don't know. No, Maybe I, feel, I feel like Christmas didn't Christmas and it doesn't feel like a new year. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like the vibes for new year have been off ever since like 2020 into 2021 when we were like everything's gonna be better in 2021 and then it's just been the same or worse uh, from different aspects of life but i just feel like we've just been on a steady down uh trajectory for a few years now so nothing feels optimistic about 2024 i just kind of feel eh about the whole thing yep I agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, but um that said, do you have do you have a win or um uh, well I okay, let's go with this one. My win is that I have I talked about this yet? I don't think so. Um also if you're on YouTube, ignore my half braided head of hair. <laughs> I ran out of time, but like at some point during this podcast recording, it will be fixed. But if you're watching from the beginning, you're probably like, is Jill mentally okay? Yes, it's I new style. didn't get that far yet. Um, I don't know if I've really talked about this, but I've been trying to work on set and boundaries. I think I've talked to you specifically about this, but I don't know if I've said it on we've talked about this for sure. Um, and I'm not going to get into the specifics of the boundaries I have been setting because I love you guys, but quite frankly, it's none of your business because uh, it's more personal. And that's a boundary, guys. Yeah. That's a boundary. We don't really uh, know who's listening. It doesn't yeah. tell us who you are unless you uh, tell us you listen. And yeah, my boundaries are like personal things and that's fine. But I just, especially around the holidays, like, um, I will say this, my sister stayed at my parents most of Christmas, like for like two or three nights. Cool. Love that for her. Not for me. I love my own bed too much. So I like stayed yeah. at my parents one night and then the next night I was like, you know what? I'm going home. I'll be back tomorrow for our next Christmas dinner. And just yeah. like getting better at kind of standing in what I want and need and not being like, oh, well, someone else wants me to do this. So I'm going to do it. Um, I've set some boundaries with like friends lately around like how much access they have to me which setting a boundary is always scary but like it feels feels scary in the moment feels lighter once you get it done so I'm excited I feel like 2024 is my year of just being like this is what I need to do for me you could be mad about it but like I'm still gonna do it and obviously not with the intent of like making anyone mad or doing it in like a harmful way. It's just like, this is a thing that's making me uncomfortable. So I'm choosing to change it and you can be mad about it if you want to. So it's been cool. Well, to and let's just remember that the way somebody reacts to a boundary that you set has nothing to do with you. It has yeah. everything to do with the fact that they were breaking that boundary before and now they're pissed. We love that. For recovering people pleaser Jill, it's a big win to just be like, here's my boundaries. Yeah, you think I love about. that. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of doing, maybe not necessarily like boundary, well boundaries, but um, like that's kind of the mindset I'm taking heading into like the business vibes for 2024 is I'm just constantly telling myself like, it's your business and like you can literally do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to give somebody like a special price or like um like a like a break on something um then like you just or you're just gonna be like no i like i decided this it's my it's literally my business and like i get to make all the decisions yeah. and like it's really like doesn't really i can just do whatever i want not that i like do that often but there are always special cases and extenuating circumstances and um i'm happy i would I would rather be able to coach somebody and really be able to be there for them in like the way that they need than to be like, you know, like a hard ass and be like, no, 
this is how it works um and not really have any give because that doesn't seem very like nice no and i think that's one um, of the biggest parts of working for yourself as run and running your business is that you get the choice to be like obviously we can't do it all the time for everyone because then we would just be walked all over all the time but being able to be like hey I see you. I hear you. I yeah. know the kind of now and like I'm like you. if I give you the details, it'll like give away too much of the situation. But let's just say that there are always circumstances that we can work around. Um, my win happened just yesterday because um, so apparently um, Gmail is really cracking down on getting like mass email like spam. Um, so if you're, if you're like a business owner like me, who you have an email list and you send emails out to people from like a different provider, um, that does that for you, then Gmail is going to be like, Hey, are you legit? Mm, not sure. Going to put you in spam. So basically, um, this person that I follow on Instagram was like, yeah, you have to get like a domain email and then you can like merge them, whatever. And so I was like, it's not even happening till February, but obviously my like brain was like, no, I need to do this right now. <laughs> so last night at like eight o'clock at night, I was working on this. And um, this person also does like coaching for people who are doing things like that. And I was like, just out of curiosity, like what like time would I need to book with you to like help me, like walk me through this if it goes poorly. And she replied and I was like, okay, I'm going to try it because I really want to try it and like figure this out. I tried it. I did it. It worked out. Winning at business life. Like this is stuff that I hate doing. And it's obviously so you can, if you're watching me on YouTube, you can see like, I'm still kind of stressed about it. Cause I'm like, is it going to work? Did it work? Um, it did work. I do not understand how computer things and that kind of thing work, but I did it. And I needed very minimal help from my judgmental IT, IT department, AKA my husband. Um, so we love that. Good work over there. We love when we're like, I don't boss know if babe. This is a thing I could do. And then you're like, of course it's a thing I could do. I hate that term like boss babe, but I did feel like a boss babe. I was like, yeah. you're like you're if right. I had I my hair down, I would like flip it over my shoulder and yeah. be like, well, I don't need I don't need any of you. Um yeah. Anyways, so that's what we are uh we're going for in 2024. Speaking of that, I've seen this trend all over social media. I'm sure you guys have too. We're gonna do our ins and outs for 2024. Um, I put a few things on mine of things that I'm hoping are gonna be in and things that I'm hoping are gonna be out. We also have a few uh listener um, ins and outs to share too. So, um, do we want to start with the outs or the ins or do we want to go back and forth? Mm, let's start with the, let's do the outs. Yeah. Let's do outs. Let's just, first. Let's just get, let's let's get right into it. Let's get kicked out of the club this year. Um, you want to go first? Yeah. I hope like, um, that whole trend of like adding like um, powders and syrups to water is out, um, AKA water talk. Um, I haven't seen any of those videos in a while, but like, listen, going back to the whole, like parenting yourself, whatever, if you're making like a triple syrup, strawberry, blueberry, cotton candy water, at what point is it not water anymore? Yeah. And which is crazy to me because like when I flavor my water, it's like the TC like hydroaminos. And I know you do. I'm not talking cool. about electrolytes here. Yeah. Or I'm like talking I, about syrup. Yeah. Or I use like a like the stir natural water flavors. But like that's what we consider flavoring water. And then you get on but water like, talk and you're like, what how many powders did you, you put can't in water? you can't and then this in the same thing people who are doing this are generally being like i cannot believe you drank a diet coke and i'm like you just put like 10 servings of aspartame in your water i'll take a diet coke any day or a diet also, root beer in your case yes i love that you know the diet root beer. i went to my friend's house the other day and she pulled a diet root beer out of the fridge and just like looked at me and i was like you already know bring that to me please um which i feel like not many people 
keep diet root beer stocked. So that was a treat. But anywho, I digress. Right. Um, I also think it's funny because it's things like this is going to be very niche. Um, and you probably won't know who he is, but there's this content creator and brand owner. He owns Sour Strips, my favorite candy, and ever forward, his name's Max Tuning. Um, and he used to always, I don't know why this connected in my brain, but he used to always joke about how, you know, when you use like a spray oil and it's like zero calories, but then if you look at like the serving, it's for like a quarter of a spray, um, which who does a quarter of a spray? So he used to always in his YouTube videos, like literally be like zero cow, zero cow, and like do the quarter sprays as a joke. Um, not to be the bearer of bad news, but some of your water flavors are probably like that too. Like probably for one pack, it's zero cal. You yeah. put eight in there, it's probably not zero calorie anymore. Or I think we when we talked about this initially when it was like a big thing, like back in the summer, I feel like there was something about there about it like actually harming your digestion. So like actually we were like, yeah, I want to drink more water. It's going to help my digestion. But if I make it something it's not, it's actually doing the opposite probably. Uh, because we all know that artificial um, flavors and colorings and things like that tend to not be as easy to digest as the real ones. Um, so yeah. So if you're like, man, like I am so bloated, but I'm like drinking so much water. Like it might be the not water that you're drinking. Just drink some regular water. Anyways, I just really hope that it's not going to be a thing anymore. Um We'll see. Can't wait to see what trends. Let's maybe make, yeah, I'm going to add it to my ins, but maybe like electrolytes and like, actually this is kind of one of my ins, but I'm going to leave it for later. Yeah. Um, what else should I start with? Um, I feel like I kind of already started this in 2023, but I think, and Jess is going to be like, never thought I'd see the day. Um, I think I'm done changing my hair every four and a half seconds. I'm really feeling like that's an out. For 2024 and if you're new to my life you're probably like what do you mean jill you're just brown um brown. when i met jill she had blue hair yeah i've had blue hair pink hair purple hair short blonde long blonde short brown like i've if you scroll my instagram you'll see it my um account manager for my app had a laugh updating all my or uploading all my videos to the app because he was like why did you have 14 hair colors and i was like welcome to my life um and my hair doesn't I was listen. going through some shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my quarter life crisis was dyeing my hair blue in my parents' basement, but we don't talk about that. Um, and my hair doesn't listen to the pod, but she'll be thankful. Um, I don't know. I'm just feeling like being a low maintenance girly this year. And like my hair is just brown. And yes, I have extensions, but those get moved up every like six weeks. And life is easy. And I just feel like it's not the era of me changing my hair color every two seconds anymore. Yeah. Um, can I just say, I, I really like your hair lately. So Thanks. it's actually, and it's growing crazy PSA. If you didn't know, if you don't change your hair and bleach it every six seconds, like my <laughs> natural hair is as long as my extensions these days, which I think is crazy. Cause Jess would know my hair was like chin length when mm -hmm. you met me so like she really grow it crazy what happens when you don't <laughs> put it ringer all the time so that's I my favorite. i love it it's a good one um so something i hope is out um would be the whole concept of like 75 hard um or let's just say like any fitness challenge that has a a timeline on it a very drastic changes um 30 days 10 days 75 days whatever it is let's just not do it let's just I focus have, on longevity and consistency and just leave it at that it's funny that you'd say that because i just had a conversation with a client literally yesterday about this because it's the new year so everybody and their dog is like i'm doing 75 hard and i say this with love but she had the idea too like she was like i think i want to do 75 hard but then we started to dig into it and i encourage you to if you've had the thought of like this is the thing i want to do if it's a thing you want to do and you actually think it's sustainable sure but the more her and i talked about it i was like okay so what happens after the 75 days and then she was like but i'm not going to do this and i'm not going to do that and i'm going to tweak this and i was like okay so why don't we just set some non-negotiables for you that are specific to you and I think sometimes we feel like we have to do the things that are like trendy and set up where like you could create your own 75 hard with habits you're actually going to stick to and actually feel beneficial that are you're probably actually going to stick to after the 75 days um so yeah 
out with the trendy things and just like make something that's actually going to work for you. Yeah, I agree. Um, I am, somebody's not going to like this one, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I think one of my outs for 2024 is unpaid TikTok collabs, which is very niche to me. Um, but I'm going to stand in my confidence with this one and say that like I have grown a good following and consistent views and all that kind of stuff where like I don't need to do things for free on TikTok anymore. Um, which is kind of spooky and maybe I'll eat my words depends on the product depends on like if it's something I actually use every day and they're going to like stalk me for the rest of my life then yeah maybe I'll do it unpaid um but I get the behind the scenes of jail I get a lot of companies reaching out offering to send me product in return for a video and I just think I'm past that point on social media where like if you want me to talk about your product you're gonna have to pay me yeah and you know, to be honest, whenever I see people saying like, oh, I got a PR box from forever and they're like, let's open it. And then sometimes you never see them talk about those products again. They're like, oh, it's this and this. And you're like, okay, but like, what do you do with the, uh, you know, the 15 times that people have sent you skincare? Do you just have it in your closet, like being wasteful? Or did you try it and not like it? Did you try it and use it? Did you like, I don't understand. I know some, I don't know somebody, but I follow somebody who gets like PR boxes like that all the time. And what they do with all their like samples is they just have like a bin in their like spare bedroom. And they're just like, when my friends come over, they just like go through it. And I just like give away stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. But like, I, I just feel like it's so, it's such a wasteful thing to just have that much stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I sent you like a really, um, uh, chaotic snapchat over the holidays about people's like christmas hauls mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like first of all how does your family know what shade of makeup to buy you mine would be like do you like mascara <laughs> do you wear that like, like i'm just like my like people who buy gifts for me would never know like what scent i don't have i don't wear like scents but like they would just it would just be like no clue i'm like unless are you sending out like a detailed like sephora wish list like is that what's happening or like like i just i don't know i just feel like uh one and maybe i'll just say like this is my next thing is the the fast fashion the overspending the overindulging on um things just for the sake of things um so like the Shein hauls the the sephora hall the the mountains and mountains of makeup in your drawer or wherever you get ready and i'm just like i don't know how people are doing this like can we just all be like simple just have like great good quality stuff do we have to have the consumption yeah i think the makeup I think the makeup world is crazy to me and this is not me like throwing shade i mean i guess it kind of is i literally have two mascaras one cover-up and like lip balm all of my makeup can fit in one travel makeup bag and I, um, the two mascaras one is waterproof and one is not and they're the same ones actually yeah. you influenced me to get the sephora ones because they're only 16 dollars. yeah and they're great um i actually am really i put this in my like things that made my 2023 better video is like the Sephora collection stuff is fire. And like, maybe it's cause I'm not really a makeup girly, but like I use their skincare and their makeup products and like, they haven't done me wrong and they're not a billion dollars, but the makeup world, I agree with you is crazy to me. Like the amount of like over consumption in that world. Like I'm like, why do we need 20 different foundations that all basically do the same thing. I don't understand. I and maybe it's having like, like a different color for the winter and the summer if your skin does change a lot. But um, if your skin is changing that much, babe, where's the sunscreen? And like I bought a couple of rare beauty products during like boxing, no Black Friday. Um, and I love them, but like you need one little dot of a rare beauty blush for like your entire, like that's going to last me the rest of my life. And that's also because I do makeup maybe once a week, if that. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the overconsumption and I think it's getting called out more. Like I have noticed with a lot more like PR packages and things like that. And going back to what I said about TikTok, like if companies want to send me PR, cool, but like don't make me obligated to make a video on it. I will make a video if I want to. 
Um, but I have noticed PR is shifting a little bit and it's not people getting like, I remember like brands used to send people like every shade of their foundation. And I'm like, you can see what color their skin is. Like they do not need all 30 shades of your foundation. So I think companies are switching a little bit, but it's still not great. Um, keeping on theme with, I guess the current topic is I'm going to try to work on like my stress around social media being out. I think I just have to trust at this point that I've built a following and it will continue to grow in its own way on TikTok. But sometimes I get in my head, which I'm sure anyone does, um, about like looking at other people that have similar followings to me and being like, but why don't my videos get as many views or whatever it may be? Um, so I'm going to let 2024 be the year of just like posting the content I know I like to make, posting the content I know people like to see, and just let it do its thing because it's not going to change if I sit there refreshing my views every four seconds. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, kind of going into that, speaking of stress, one thing I hope that is out is killing yourself in workouts every single day. Uh, I shared a video from my friend Landon, who's a psychologist about this today, in that uh, people often forget that your body doesn't compartmentalize stress. So your stress from your job and your stress from that your body produces from working out, your body doesn't know the difference. Your body just knows stress or not stress. And so if you are trying to de-stress with a really hard workout and you're just like, I'm just gonna kick my own ass and like, then I'll be like so much better. Um, truthfully, you might be better off with rest or something um, medium, not just killing yourself. So I hope, I hope that um, this, tr a trend that of doing hit or always going balls to the wall in every single workout you ever do um, is over. Done. Kick out the club. See ya. Bye. Um, my, one of my personal outs is casually drinking. I'm not a big drinker anyways. Um, yeah. And I've, I'm sure I've talked about this. And even in 2023, like, it's really a debate for me if drinking is ever worth it. And usually it's not. Um, I did a lot of my... Like one drink. I sleep like shit. I just know yeah. that. Um, I, yeah, like, you don't get restful sleep when you drink. And oh. I think it's funny when people are, like, when they drink and then they're like, I didn't sleep good last night. But, like, why not? I was drunk. I'm like, because your body doesn't rest when it has alcohol in its system. That's not how that works. Um, I did a lot of like heavy or like binge drinking in high school, uh, which my mother is aware of. So it's not like that's going to be a surprise <laughs> if listens to the pod. Jill, you're grounded. So in a no shame way, because I went to public schools, I started drinking when I was like 16. So like, I'm good. I'm so good. And a lot of my friends and a lot of the people in my life still do casually drink or more heavily drink or do some binge drinking and that's just like no for me but I don't even think like casually having a drink here and there is really for cool. me anymore unless it's like for a reason if and that makes sense the, the recent um guidelines about drinking have changed yeah. Right. So it used to be moderation was like eight to 10 a week, which seems like a lot to me. Um, but now I believe the recommendation is like one to two a week or nothing at all based on like um, at risk for like heart disease and stroke and things like that. So and I also think that with like the way that just like the economy and life is going lately, people are cutting out things that are expensive that are not needed. So obviously groceries are needed. So we're not going to be cutting down on buying food, hopefully. Uh, but maybe we don't stop at the liquor store every week, right? Um, I know we sort of, uh, since the summer, we have just started like, we just don't drink during the week. We might have like a beer on like Saturday afternoon around the fire in the backyard. Um, but that's, that's it. And um, like from a spending perspective, 
feel a lot better about that from a health perspective and a sleep perspective as somebody with a toddler who's going through a sleep regression by the way that shit doesn't end when they're babies um it's it's huge it's just to take care of control what you can control right i can't control this child who's going through a software update but i can control my i saw somebody say that on tiktok and my god i was like you're yeah. like that's it because i don't know if you know this jill but um or listeners too if you um if you look at like when babies go through like their sleep regressions that's actually when they're like learning a new skill mm -hmm. so the person who is saying she's a child psychologist or not a child psychologist she's a like a researcher in in child development and uh she she called it a software update and i was like yes that's the one yes yeah i just think yeah the casual, alcohol yeah and i had this conversation with my grandparents fun fact um for everyone i have a friend named al he does not listen to the pod but maybe i should tell him to um he lives in ontario he's actually Hello, my, al. he's actually my grandparents friend but i'm convinced he's like 80 something years old um, but I'm convinced if we were born in the same generation, we would be best friends. Um, oh. And him and I had a nice chat. He was here over Christmas. So I went to my grandparents to see him. And it was interesting chatting with him. Like he has very similar views on the world to me, which is normally not the case with somebody like okay. 60 years older than me. Um, but me and him had a good chat kind of with everyone too about how, because he was saying he uses CBD to sleep. And I was like, cool. I love that for you. And then he was like, do you use anything? And I was like, yeah, I smoke every once in a while. And I saw my grandparents like heads be like smoke. And it's funny to watch the difference in generations. Cause I'm like, oh no, no, no. My version of smoke is not the same version as yours. Like I'm talking marijuana, they're thinking cigarettes. And I watch their brains be like, our granddaughter smokes. And I'm like, no, no, different kinds of smoke. Um, but I think that casual drinking is a very generational thing too and i feel like people our age are kind of like why are we doing this it's expensive and doesn't make me feel good and i don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or if it was a conversation i was having with somebody but why is alcohol the only drug that is socially acceptable i say that all the time alcohol is the only addiction we have to justify not doing like like, <laughs> like like people will judge you hard if you're like smoking a joint let's say mm -hmm. um i don't find that people don't judge you as hard if you're like having an edible or something like that but that's you not still get a sideways look when you smoke weed in public but people will totally judge that and i'm like why why well if you stood here and cracked a beer people would be like hmm. like nobody would say anything yeah. um so i feel like it's just like a weird and like i don't understand it i've never thought that it was like a bad thing like you do whatever the fuck you want with your life i don't care um but yeah it is a weird double standard especially from uh i think it happens a lot more with that older generation um and now now that we're seeing more people doing like micro dosing and even macro dosing um i don't know if that's what it's called but it seems like macro would be the right word but uh i can't wait till stuff like that starts happening more on the regular and people are like what do you mean mushrooms yeah like what i mean is mushrooms no <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird double standard and i think that the you know what something that's out it's not on the list but i'm putting it out there is judgment on that kind of thing we just it needs to be out just let people do their thing i don't judge my grandparents said with love of drinking like an entire bottle of wine every time they open one. So like, don't be judging me to do my things over here. Um, um, I don't ahead. even know whose turn it is anymore, but I have like five more to go. Uh, <laughs> I think we kind of already touched on this, but low quality supplements. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this a lot. You've talked about this on solo podcasts, but choosing quality vitamins, greens, protein, any of those things, if you're going to take them, pick the one that is going to not just be the cheapest or the influencer told you to get it or whatever. Do some reading, follow reputable people, use reputable brands. Yep. 
you're going to end up spending the same amount, if not more, either way, because if you buy yeah. the cheaper one, you probably have to take more, which means you have to buy more, which means you saved yourself no money. So buy more is not work. it's not doing anything for yeah. you. Yeah, 100%. You're wasting money anyways. Um, this is my favorite out. Uh, my biggest out of 2024 is the apartment I live in. See ya. Bye. God, <laughs> audio. So you guys have heard many stories about this apartment. Um, I'm trying to stay neutral about it this year because it honestly, my living situation causes me a lot of stress and I don't have time for that. So it is what it is. But like, I cannot wait till I get to get on this podcast and be like, guys, I'm moving tomorrow. Like that's going to be the greatest episode to date. Yeah, I think, I think, um, changing situations that we're not happy in or that cause us a lot of stress should be on the in list. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, I have a version on my in, but like the biggest oh, out of 2024 will be me leaving this apartment. Okay. Here's my biggest out of 2024. I don't want to see any more people do it, but I know it's coming and I just, I can't, you've heard me rant about it before. I've ranted about it for probably years I don't want to see any of y'all cold plunging. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to, I don't want to see you getting into your old deep freeze in your backyard with a hammer on ice. I don't care. It is not doing what you think it's doing. It's not helping inflammation. You're actually hurting hypertrophy. If you're doing it for mental health and clarity, cool. But I don't want to see a video of you getting in every single fucking day. Yep. I don't care. Nobody cares. And I did make, I did make a, uh, I posted a thread about this, which I thought was so funny. And I, the quote was, I think the most popular side effect of cold plunging is the fact that you tell everybody you do it. Yep. You can do it and not tell anybody. Yep. The same as, yeah, you can do a lot of things and nobody has to know. And you still did it. I'm like, uh, like I don't like I know I've said this before, but like even for acute injuries, we are seeing sports medicine go against putting ice on right away. It is delaying the the very important inflammation process that has to happen for healing. And as you know, when you lift weights, you are creating those micro tears in your muscles, causing inflammation, which is why you get a pump. And then they need to heal and get stronger. If you are cold plunging after a workout, you are delaying that inflammation process and delaying your recovery for the next workout. Listen, so, everyone stop cold plunging so Jess can stop doing just, her podcast rants about cold plunging. Stop doing it. Or stop telling me you're doing it. I don't, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see it. Get out of the ice bath throw away, put your old deep freeze in the recycling station, get it out of your backyard. Big item pick up, send it away. <laughs> when's uh, next big bin day? Get it out of here. Anyways, I would love, you want to come on and debate me about it? Let's do it. But I will never be for cold plunging. Now, what I will say is that you may use ice post acute injury for pain management only pain management only. And that is only for about 24-ish hours. So none of this, oh, I cold plunged today and now I have the best mental clarity of my life. Fuck off. No, you don't. Go to therapy. And Go for a walk. Yeah. Call your therapist. Um, <laughs> That's my biggest one. Yeah. Unfollow yeah. anybody who cold plunges. Yeah. I still have a couple more though. Um, I'm going to interrupt our outs to say that live feedback for the pod, uh, my client, Olivia, you'll be listening. So, hey, hi, literally hey. just DM'd me on Instagram and said the sound on the New Year's podcast was impeccable. So, oh, Olivia. Hey. Okay. Thank you, guys. We love you. Um, yes. are the new microphones we got. Um, um, you wanna rip through your last two outs and then we'll yeah, move over. Yeah, the yeah. first one has to do kind of with the water talk thing that I said before, um, Stanley Cups and having multiple 
um, reusable water bottles to drink out of. Listen, the point of yes, buying yes, reusable yes, water yes, bottles yes. is to not buy more water bottles. Get a couple yes, that you like, have a couple, like have a style like this, have a style like a Nalgene, have a cup with a straw. Don't have 30 different colors of Stanley cups that you just like rotate through. It's stop making a different, well, I was gonna say stop making a water bottle your personality, but hello, this is my emotional support water bottle that I've had for over a year. Um, I don't plan on replacing her anytime soon. I didn't, I didn't know I was getting personally attacked on the podcast today. How many Stanley cups do you have? I don't have any Stanleys, but um, I have an atrocious was, amount of water this bottles. So. directly at Stanley cups. I also have a lot of water bottles, but um, anyways, Okay, fine. Um, this one's very niche, and that is white men in grocery stores yelling about oatmeal and kale, then proceeding to tell you to only eat meat. Um, if you've seen the TikToks, you know. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, and we've talked about this before, so we'll keep it short and sweeter. This podcast is going to be four hours long. Um, <laughs> if it's a white man yelling at you, just don't. In a grocery to store. I would argue in general, if a white man yeah. is yelling at you, you don't need to listen to what he's saying because it's probably not true. So, yeah, I also would like to say like, we're protein queens here, but the carnivore diet, you will not poop. Your digestive system is not gonna be happy. Um, and we did have an out written in from a listener and that is the scale, which, yep, very simple to the point. If you, um, uh, I haven't weighed myself in a very long time. I have no idea what I weigh. I don't care. Yeah, this it's is a conversation I've been having a lot lately with like people in my life and clients um, is that like math doesn't math when it comes to weight a lot of the time. And I know I've said that about myself as well. And that's a big reason why I don't weigh myself because I'm like, where did we put that? I'm only five foot four. I don't understand. And But like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Um, and it's an option even as a fat loss coach. So if you're sitting there being like, Fat loss is a goal, but I don't like weighing myself. As a fat loss coach, I'm telling you, you don't have to weigh yourself to make mm -hmm. progress with fat loss. I give the option to every single one of my clients to weigh themselves or not weigh themselves. It makes literally no difference to me. I am a thousand percent confident that I can still help you create fat loss and we can never know what the number on the scale is. So it's not needed. If it's not beneficial for you, stop doing it. Okay, now let's switch gears. No more complaining. Here's what the ins. The ins. Um, my first in, I've kind of already started. Um, I'm adjusting it a little. I posted on Instagram the other day that my new step goal was 15,000 steps a day. Listen, that's a lot of steps. <laughs> I like, I say that humbling myself. But you were already doing a significant amount of steps. Yeah which you do have to continue to increase that's kind of the downside of being a human is like once you do something consistently your body's like okay hey, we know how to do this not a big deal anymore and then we have to change the intensity if we want to continue to create progress um so i did need to up my steps and when i say adjust it slightly i'm giving myself a range we're going 12 to 15. 10 used to be my minimum 10 i like blow through almost every day 12 still fairly easy but on the days like because I walk to and from the gym. So if I don't go to the gym that day, that's like a couple thousand less steps. Mm -hmm. um, so we're given a range, 12 to 15. Yesterday I hit 15 without going to the gym, which was cool, but it took like two hour long walks plus like two pee breaks with my dog. Um, and there's gonna be some days where like, I don't have two and a half hours of walking in my day and that's okay. But I think 12, is like enough of a push that I'm gonna have to focus on it. And then 15 is like the, we have the time today type of number. So we'll see how it goes. I just didn't realize, I'm sure it came with Christmas too. Christmas, my steps were closer to like eight to 10. There's mm -hmm. a little less movement. So going from like 10 to 15 um, is a lot more steps than my brain thought it was gonna be. <laughs> Um, I will say that as a coach, I really like that you've given yourself a range. Um, so it's not like a hard number where it's like pass fail. It's like, it's good enough in this yeah. area. And if you're giving as a, as a coach, make sure your range is still challenging. Like if you're setting goals this year, don't be like, 
oh, so without going for any walks, I hit 5,000 steps a day. So that's my step goal. Like, no, we still have to make sure our range needs like a little bit of focus, a little bit of consistency. Um, but make sure it's still going to feel doable. Because if I know if I set my steps to 15,000, there's going to be days where I don't hit it. And that's no longer positive. So giving that range allows me that little bit of flexibility, but it's still enough that I have to put in effort. I agree. Yeah, I like it. Um, Kate, my first one was actually lowering alcohol consumption. So I'm just gonna, we already talked about that. So I'm just gonna. Perfect. Good thing that we we're on the same page. Um, eating foods that you like. We love that. Like, yeah. Just, just, just eating foods that you enjoy, not eating, not eating, um, I don't know. Uh, like, if you hate a spinach salad every day, stop yeah, eating a spinach yeah, salad every day. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> um, like, just eat what you like. Mine kind of goes with I that. More, more fiber, which as a mm. holistic coach, it's something I talk to clients about. Fiber is needed for digestion, hunger. We just talked about this carnivore diet. We're looking All at you. Um, but I'm not great with my fiber intake. I will, for the sake of transparency, tell you that. Um, and I just have noticed my digestion's been a little eh lately. Like it's like not bad, but there's some days where I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, you know what? We got to up our fiber and stay consistent with more fiber. And then we won't have this problem anymore. Um, which for me means like a salad at some point during the day, buy some spinach to throw into smoothies, like easy ways to do that, um, which feels very doable, but is needed. Yeah. Um going with my one of my outs um plain water <laughs> or i'm gonna we'll go back to what we we were talking about is if you're gonna add some flavoring why not make it electrolytes or some acids? something your body can actually use um and do something with proper hydration they can, they can be tasty yep so tasty proper hydration is important um oh god where did i go there we go um more group coaching this is kind of a business in but like i want to be now that i'm in my new client app i want to run happy hormones consistently i want more people in the workout club consistency i will consistently i want more like group coaching opportunities to create more community and things like that so you'll see that coming in 2024. i feel like um the trend um post are we post-COVID? Post-COVID has been less group things. People are, are a little more hesitant to do group coaching, but I'm sure it'll, everything comes and goes. I'm sure it'll be back. Um, along with the exercise thing, um, how about exercising primarily for health? Bone density, heart health, those things, not just to change something about the way that we look. Which is a nice little bonus. Which is fine. If that is a goal, that's fine. But I think it is, we have to make it okay and acceptable for someone to say, I'm only lifting weights because I care about my bones. You don't have to do it for any other reason other than that. Um, you don't have to be like, yeah, I really want, I want more muscle. I want to look a little more toned. I know people hate that word, but that's what people know. Um, and that doesn't ever have to be one of the reasons you can, you can just say, yeah, like, yeah, I'm probably, I'm building muscle because I'm lifting weights. But the reason that I'm lifting weights is to help my bone density. And that can, that is good enough. It, it absolutely is good enough. And you can do cardio and say, I'm doing this to help my heart and my lungs be healthier. You don't ever have to say, I'm doing this to burn off what I ate. I'm doing this to burn calories, blah, blah, blah. You can just say, it's for my health. And yeah. that is- and even, even with fat loss clients, like if you work with me as a fat loss client, you'll know that we're still setting goals that have nothing to do with fat loss. Cause if we only do thing for do something for one specific reason, it's gonna be really easy to be like, this isn't working, I'm out. So we need to have more than one goal and more than one reason to be doing what we're doing. Um, so I love that. Um, one of my ins is more slow mornings. I feel like I said this last year of like letting go of the idea that I have to be up early to like be successful. We let go of that. I'm like a 
7.30 to 8.30 type of girl. And that is going to be my life. But at the same time, and I, I saw a TikTok, I'm sure about this, is that why is why in society are we deemed as being more productive if we're awake at 5 a.m., but less productive if we stay up late and do things, but then sleep in? Yeah. Like, it I'm doesn't 20, make any sense. I'm a 26-year-old girl with no kids. I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. and you can't convince me I need to. Sorry about I'm not you. Getting up, I'm not getting up early or staying up late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but allowing myself more like slow mornings, like I've been trying to, my alarms get set like two hours before my first thing. I try to wake up at the same time every day because if you didn't know, that's what's going to be best for your routine and your brain and actually feeling awake. But um, even for my earlier morning calls, I'm trying to give myself more time to kind of like get up, get going and not be like up and at it as soon as my alarm goes off. Um, this one we talked about in one of our last episodes, um, but new exercise guidelines for pregnancy and postpartum fitness. Um, very excited to have been a part of some studies that are going on right now uh, as a coach and as a participant. Um, and we will be seeing updated guidelines for exercise in pregnancy and postpartum very, very soon. Um, and lots of those include things like you can do things with your core when you're pregnant and a, a uh, better support for returning to activity, postpartum, things like that. Um, I was just ranting to Jill earlier about um, ranting about people not knowing anything about pregnancy and postpartum and just feeling the need to comment. It's usually a male with no profile picture. No. Um, user so, 8675432. Yeah. We love more research around that because it's more, I mean, you We're can argue. It. Yeah, it's, it's just and it's happening here in Edmonton, which is, which is so super cool. Exciting. Um, yeah, and more research is never never a bad thing. Helps women feel more confident in what they're doing and helps you argue with white males on the internet. So we love all of that. Um all about smashing the patriarchy here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell, but um one of my like personal ins, and I don't know if this is weird. I don't think it's weird. Um, is finding more feminine clothing, but in like my style. I've just had many moments lately, um, and not that it really matters, but like my style, and we all know this, is not very feminine. I don't wear a ton of color. I'm not like a frilly skirt and dress girl. But like in the summer, I leaned more into like t-shirt dresses and like dresses with sneakers and things like that. And I was like, this is kind of cool. Like I feel kind of cool. But I feel like I don't have that version in the winter. And sometimes I'm just like, something's not right. So I'm trying to find like more feminine clothing, but still in my style, if that makes any sense at all. Yes. Um, I don't know if you remember, I went through kind of a style refresh this time mm -hmm. last year. Um, often it happens to postpartum people. Um, because their bodies are literally a different shape and the things that they used to love no longer serve them. And we're just like, what do I wear besides like leggings and a hoodie? Says the girl who's wearing literally leggings and a hoodie. I worked yeah. out this morning, so like, don't judge. Um, anyways, and so, I, yeah, I do get that because you kind of have to figure out like, what do I like to wear? And like, what does that, like, what does that look like in like different settings like how do I dress that up how do I dress it down am I like how do I feel my best self in this for me it's like you know like a certain like kind of style of pant or jeans um with like a band tee or like um things like that so I think yeah, that's I think where my struggle is coming from is I feel like I can't really dress up my style like my style is very like graphic tee jeans cool pair of sneakers and I'm trying feel I like need, you need like um with that maybe you need like like a leather jacket or yeah like I need a couple pieces that make it like solid like a moto jacket is what I'm thinking for you like a little like something that makes it like lifted but like also badass sad yeah. like I'm not gonna be the pink frilly girl but I do need to find ways to like have a yeah. little bit more elevated fashion um <laughs> and I'll string these two together. My other in is not shocking to anyone. 
um, more tattoos, I would like to finish my leg sleeve, which I feel like those two things are like contradicting. Not that tattoos can't be feminine, but my style is not super like flowery and girly. And I guess I have flowers and stuff, but um, yeah, I feel like it would be cool to find like more feminine fashion, but also be covered in tattoos. Like I think that like contrast is cool. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I think it's really important to find like your style. Um, I know, and this was kind of came out when I said like, I hope like fast fashion like dies. I hope that, and I, we're seeing it a lot because we get a lot more media at us like with Instagram and TikTok. Um, people are always ragging on like millennials. Hi, it's me about fashion and like, like millenniums had a fit when they like, when like having socks that show are cool instead of no show socks or like skinny jeans or like whatever. What I think is the most important, and this kind of goes into one of my last ins is um, figuring out what you actually like. If you like to wear skinny jeans and you, and they make you feel confident and you look your best in them, where are the skinny jeans? Don't get rid of them because somebody said wide-legged pants are in. Let me tell you something. I bought like straight-legged jeans, which are not inherently like wide-legged at all. They're like skinny at the top and then they just sort of go straight. Um, and the thing is, is that in the wintertime, if I'm going out of the house in like shoes, which most people do, oh, cool. I wear, wearing my Bluntstones, okay? And they don't work the length of them and the, the cut of them does not work with my Bluntstones. So I don't wear them out of the house because I don't have any other shoes. And someone's like, well, just get some nice sneakers. No, that is not part of my style. Like if I was Jill, yes, Jill ha would have the perfect sneakers to go with this. I don't think we're the same shoe size though. So I can't even like call you up. Yeah, my but, like, very big. No. but like, I really wanted to like them and I was and I was even thinking, well, maybe I'll get some wide legged jeans. No, this girl is not gonna wear wide legged jeans. I wear like like a mom jean, which I will own that, and blundstones with like woolly or like whatever socks kind of showing. That is the style that I wear. I don't care if it's not in style, that is what I'm comfortable wearing. So we need to ditch this idea of changing our style as per the trend du jour, which my last point is doing less, but also like living simply. So like going back to when we talked about overconsumption, finding a style that you're like, yes, this is me. And then picking pieces that are quality, but that are still like, yes. If somebody saw this outfit, they would be like, yeah, Jess would totally wear that. Um, my personal style, I read this, I, I, maybe I'll just lend you the book. If you're like trying to figure out your style, it's a really good book. Um, my personal style is like, you kind of pull like little themes. My theme is like granola ish mom. Is she going for a hike or is she on her way to the brewery? That fits. We'll never know. Right. Yes. Checks out. And that doesn't, include, that doesn't include gym clothes. That's a totally yeah. different category. And that doesn't include like, I still obviously still have like sweats or like, um, like I still have like a dress. Should I ever get invited to a wedding? If anybody, ever need if, anybody if anybody would ever get married, <laughs> maybe like, one day I'll get married. No, but like, this is what I'm saying is like, it doesn't, your whole wardrobe doesn't have to look like granola mom. Yeah. Is she hiking? Is she going to the brewery? But generally my style of, whatever looks like that. It could be hiking pants with a nicer top. It could be nicer jeans with a Patagonia fleece or like that kind of a style thing. I like things that are quality. I also like band tees. So I'm gonna wear band tees of people that I like. Insert my mom saying, what is a blink? And me going, what? <laughs> you mean, yeah. she's like your shirt. I'm like, you mean, blink and she goes 182 i was like oh my god <laughs> it's a band blink 182 and then i'm and then i you know bust into all the small things and she's just like what and i'm like never mind yeah. um anyway I, think, I do think fast fashion is on its way 
out. Absolutely. I think we're past the era of Shein hauls and all the things and oh, like so. getting people are getting back into like thrifting and thrifting is a lot of work, but oh, I've been, I've even been working on because there's a thrift store by my gym and it's like a curated thrift store, which I think are far less intimidating and far easier than like a value village. Cause value village is just like mm. a bunch of people's crap overwhelming. where like a curated thrift, at least, you know, everything in there is mm. like, and um, hey, I found a couple of good so pieces. Far, there's a really cool one on white Ave. I want to check out. We should go together. What's it called? I don't know. It's oh, on white oh. Ave. Okay. It's upstairs <laughs> somewhere on white Ave. There's a bunch on white Ave. Um, not that you're a cool sneaker person. Let's, but go, anyone, let's go to all of them. If anyone listening is the come up on White Ave has the coolest sneakers ever. Um, but I digress. But my last in is kind of goes with group coaching and stuff like that. But finding some ways to have more passive income. I can feel it in the next couple of years of me wanting to like go bop around and like live in different places and work from different places. And I love what I do. Um, but the whole perk of being fully online is so that I can do it from anywhere. But I also need, if I want to create that lifestyle for myself, I need a little bit more time to do so. Um, so spending this year kind of figuring out like what, what can we turn into passive income? Yeah, I like that. Um, I feel like that's more of like a, um, like this is a buzzword in the business industry, but like scaling your business um, so that you're able to do a little bit less and make a little bit more, um, which might sound weird to people who are not owning a business, um, but at some point it does become necessary. Um, unless, don't get me wrong. unless you're if going to stay at the same sort of level of income forever. And the thing is, is like a lot of times what we find is that people are more than happy to pay us for like one-on-one -on -one coaching, but in the end, they don't necessarily need the attention of one-on-one -on -one coaching anymore. So we do have to find that middle ground of still being able to coach them, but having them do more on their own, which usually means that we do less and they still get a great service that they pay less for, but maybe we can take on more people in that role too. Yeah. My last little tangent, then it's probably time for us to wrap up the pod. I have one more after you're done. Oh, people are probably like, is stop talking, please. Um, if your 2024 goal is to start a business, I say this in the nicest way possible. You cannot do what I'm doing right now. I've been putting in the work for the last like six years. Um, and I'm finally at a point where I'm like, okay, hey, how can I figure out how to do this by doing a little bit less work? You gotta just put your head down and do the things, especially when you're first starting. Um, if you're starting a business because you want the perks of running a business, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I will say as somebody who um, is at uh, an adjacent stage to you, same but different. Um, uh, yeah, I. it's taken me two, two years of being solely on my own in my business. So not working out of a studio or a gym of any kind, providing any other additional support to figure out what the hell I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and how to manage that, as well as being a full-time stay-at-home parent. So um, it's not glamorous. Yeah, don't start a business just because you're like, I wanna be a business owner. Go back and listen to our business episode and then decide. Um, my last thing came from a lovely client who gave us the scale is out um, and listener. Um, we actually just talked about this in her check-in and she is focusing on, she was asking about tracking macros and I was like, don't track them all unless you don't, like if you don't want to, it, it, she's like, is it possible to just track protein? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean yeah, like, yes and no. you still have to track all your food to figure out what your protein is. You can only pay right. attention to protein, sure, but right. there's no other way to be like, I'm okay. only tracking my we're protein. Just, we're just paying attention to the amount of protein and seeing if getting a little bit seeing what the baseline is and seeing if purposely getting a little bit more makes her feel a little bit different. And in doing so, here's something you guys might want to listen to, even though you're sick of listening to us. I found a nice little app. It's called uh, Protein something. I don't know. 
I deleted it because I didn't want to pay for it. Um, I will just pull it up quickly. Protein. Protein. Protein Pal. Um, anyways, so if you are thinking about maybe you're not, maybe you're kind of in a weird relationship with macros and you are thinking about just protein, want to see approximately how much you're getting in seven days of a free trial, maybe not a bad idea. Um, kind of stumbled across it when I was helping this client. So focusing on a protein increase rather than, this is the in, focusing on a protein increase rather than thinking about a caloric or a carb decrease. Because as I shared a post earlier this week, you cannot smash the patriarchy if you're not eating carbs. And uh, behind the scenes, if you didn't know of most of my fat loss coaching, if you come to work with me, I'm probably going to make you eat more rather than less. And I know someone's listening being like, huh? Uh, yeah, welcome to the behind the scenes of fat loss. It's not oh, the humanity. less. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any ins and outs that you want to share, I will make sure to throw up a question box when this episode goes live and we would be happy to hear about yours. Um, if you made it this far, make sure to let us know what your ins and outs for 2024 are so we can support you and encourage you through them. Um, as always, if you're looking for the podcast, it's at Lattes and Lifting Podcast on Instagram and you can also find us over on YouTube. And if you need me, I am at coachjill.april on Instagram and TikTok. And if you need me, uh, if you want to hear more about the things I hate about cold plunging, feel free to follow me on all the socials at jlackvenice. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye.